This Bible teaching comes to you from the Apostolic Church All Nation Centre in Kennington, London. Here now is Pastor Emmanuel Mbakwe with the Word of God. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. This is uh, another uh, period of that year, that, of the year that we think about all the goodness of God to us in the land of the living. Thank God that he has brought us to the uh, threshold of another new year. And uh, I am a great believer in the centrality of the word of God and prayer. And so before I, I, we go any further, I'd just like to pray briefly and just ask God's blessing on us as we come around his word. Father, thank you. Thank you because your word brings light and life. I pray that we will experience light and life. We will experience transformation because of the power that is in your word. Help me, Spirit of God, to... Proclaim the word of God with power and authority. Lord, bring about change in our lives. That your name shall be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, I'd like us to turn just to the passage that was read to us. I want to just pick up uh, a few verses from that passage in John chapter 21. From verse 15. It says, when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Thank God that he has kept us from January to December. And there is so much for us to give thanks for, regardless of what we have passed through. And for me, it's always an honor and privilege to be able to share the word of God. And today, the word that I'm going to bring has has been a source of great challenge as I, I waited on God and prepared. It made me to reflect deeply about the goodness of God to me personally, to my family. Uh, at the same time, it forced me, compelled me to think, have I done enough for the Lord? Have I done the best that I could for God in 2022? Have I given my very best? And, and this is one thing that has struck me, and it is this, that God is calling us to step it up. God is calling me to step it up. God is calling us to move up the gears. There is room for more. There is room for improvement. Because it seems to me that COVID-19 has, has, has had a deadening, what I call a deadening impact on the church. There is a certain tiredness. I know people are tired. It's been very difficult. There is a certain indifference. There is almost a certain armchair, sofa, and spectator mindset that has crept into Christianity that has enveloped the church. And I'm speaking particularly in relation to the church in the Western world. And of course, the challenge uh, for the All Nation Center has, has been compounded by the building program. We have not been connecting physically in person. But I believe that just as God has evaluated and, and had challenged the seven churches of Asia Minor in the book of Revelation, chapter 2 and, verse, and chapter 3, he's bringing the same challenge to us as we're on the cusp of this new year. Those of us who are part of the All Nation Center know that at the end of the declaration that is made at the close of every service, 
there is a phrase stronger and fitter for the master's use and for his glory. Um, and this, the messages that have been preached in the past weeks uh, have anchored in that clause. And I will be doing the same. I'm led to do the same as the Lord give me grace. And for me, the point of application um, is not about involvement in the local church. It's not about service and commitment within a particular community of grace. For me, it is much bigger than that. For me, the optic that God has given to me is twofold. One, the first is about how we prepare and respond to the coming year. How do I prepare and respond to the opportunities that God is going to send our way in the new year, in 2023? Secondly, and more importantly, it is about how we view our life and our purpose here on earth, our walk and our relationship with God. Let me just begin with uh, clarifying our terms. Stronger and fitter for the master's use and for his glory. Let me break it down stronger. Uh, stronger is actually a, a comparative word. It's the ability to stand, withstand pressure. It is about the ability to deal with increasing pain threshold. It's about our resistance level. And, and the question is, how do you deal with pain and pressure? That Are you able to stand the heat uh, in the kitchen, as it were? So, and being fitter, it has to do with stamina. What, what's your level of strength? What is your level of fitness or stamina? It's ability to keep going without stopping, without giving up, without breaking down. And God is wanting to do something in our lives in relation to, to our spiritual fitness and our spiritual strength. I want to say this, God wants us to be stronger, faster, quicker, and to be able to be more productive. Secondly, I want to talk about a little bit about for the master's use and for his glory. In other words, the fitness is not about me. It's not about you. It is about our fitness for the purpose of the kingdom, for the God who has created you and I. And God wants us to be fit and strong so that what we do, at the end of the day, we glorify him. And so it has to do with fitness for purpose. So in the coming year and then in the rest of our life, God is challenging us is, are you going to be fit? Are you going to be fitter? And the question is, how do I become fitter? How do I become stronger so that I might bring glory to God? How do I fulfill purpose in 2023 and beyond? So the message is entitled, Stronger and Fitter for the Master's Use. Back to original purpose. I was speaking about going back to original purpose. The reason for that is this, that God has placed you and I here on earth for a reason. There is a purpose. So God has his redemptive agenda. He has his redemptive plan. He has his redemptive purpose. And we must follow the blueprint in order to become all that God wants us to do. So that we are fitter, we are stronger, so that we achieve what God has called us to do and God has called us to be. And so it's about going back on track. It's going back to original purpose. It means that you and I have a responsibility in the coming year. A responsibility to, to discover what our purpose is. What God has for us to pursue in 2023. And we do it in a disciplined manner in order to fulfill that purpose. And by so doing, bring glory to God. And the Bible tells us about David. 
that he has served the purpose of God in his generation. All that we will be a people who serve the purpose of God in our generation so that we fulfill the mandate that God has placed on our lives. And so the question is, what do I need to do? What must I do? At the end of the Peter's preaching in Acts chapter 3, people ask, brothers, brethren, what shall we do? What are we to do? I want to submit to us in terms of what God has placed on my heart. Four things that we need to do in order to be fitter, in order to be stronger for the master's use and for his glory. Four things for fitness and for spiritual strength. One, we need to rediscover and recover your first love and your passion for Jesus. You need to recover and rediscover your first love. That is your passion for Jesus. Secondly, you need to understand your life's purpose. You know why you're here on earth and what God has called you to do. Thirdly, you need to remember what you have. Stir up the gifts and use the gifts that is in you. And fourthly, I'm going to go through each of them one by one. You need to recover personal discipline. Be willing to pay the price and do whatever it takes to be all that God wants you to be. Let's take them one by one. We need to rediscover. We need to recover our first love. We're talking about stronger and fitter for the master's use and for his glory back to original purpose. This is how we get back to original purpose. You see, those of us, the first thing is rediscover and recover your first love, your passion for Jesus. Those of us who have been in love, and I speak personally, you know, I know what I'm talking about. When you're in love, your heart, your mind, your emotions, your, everything is totally focused on the person that you say you love. You want to be with them. You want to talk to them. You know, uh, for us back in the day, phone was expensive, long distance call. So it was uh, from time to time you made the call. But you want to be in the presence and the company of that person. I want to submit to us that that's, there, there is a, an element of that in our spiritual walk. You see? I remember when I first became a Christian, I used to walk the streets of Kennington, Vauxhall, as I came from the Oval Tube Station. In those days, we didn't have cars, but we simply walked. And I would be singing because I was in love with Jesus. You know, the song that says, falling in love with Jesus, falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I've ever known. You know, but after a while, you'll find that sometimes this thing gets stale. It feels tired, indifferent. It can become cold and distracted. You see, that's what happened with Peter in the passage that was read to us. Jesus had been crucified. On the way to the cross, Peter had denied Jesus three times, which he regretted bitterly. Jesus had risen and had appeared to some of his disciples. In the meantime, Peter had decided that enough was enough. He chose to go fishing. It was on the fishing grounds that Jesus encountered Peter. And after breakfast, Jesus asked Peter the same question three times. I want to say to us that uh, Peter was wounded because, you know, Jesus was persistent in asking the same question. Do you love me more than these things? Do you love me more than this fishing, this business of yours? You see, more often than not, the reversals of life, the painful events that we experience have a way, the crisis that we face sometimes have a way of causing us to go back, go off track and lose focus. That was the case with Peter. He wondered whether the last three years of his life had been wasted. Peter had lost his passion and his focus. He drifted back to his old way. And uh, I want to say to us, there is a sense in which 
when we read what happened to Peter, we see a parallel in Revelation chapter 2 from verse 1 to 5 of the church of Ephesus. Though they were hardworking, though they were persevering, the believers in that church had forsaken their first love and Jesus called them to repent. Today we have a parallel. Such has been the impact of COVID and all the other experiences that we've had as people. Many have lost their passion for Jesus. Today, the love has waned. The motivation, the drive, the passion, the intensity is no longer there. Just as Jesus challenged Peter and Jesus challenged the church in Ephesus, he's challenging all of us who claim to be believers. We need to rediscover. We need to recover our first love, and that is Jesus. We need to recover our passion for him. Andre Koresh sang this song, Take me back. Take me back there, Lord, to the first where I first received you. Take me back to the place where I first believed. In 2023 and, and beyond, being stronger and fitter for the master's use and for his glory begins with a rediscovery and a recovery of our passion for Jesus. Lord, I pray that you will ignite a fire in our hearts so that we as your people, in prayer, in worship, in devotion, in service, will rediscover and recover our passion for you, our love for you. Secondly, you see, we need to understand our life's purpose. We need to know where, why you are here. You see, passion for Jesus is a starting point, but that's not all. People often drift, people often falter, people often fail because they don't understand why they, they're there, they're here. You see, God has a redemptive plan. God has a redemptive agenda. God has sent his son Jesus to begin that process in his life, death, and resurrection. Jesus fulfilled that and then he handed over that ministry to the church. And it's for the church. We are the church. We are the people who are supposed to prosecute the agenda that Jesus has given to us. And all of us have been saved and called to serve in one capacity or the other in a local church setting. So you need to understand your area of giftedness and use those gifts to extend uh, the kingdom to serve God and to fulfill your purpose here on earth. If you don't know what your gifts are, approach a mature Christian, ask one of the elders, ask one of the leaders, pray to God and say, God, show me my area of giftedness and then dedicate yourself to understanding and working and operating in those gifts. You know, I, I said earlier that I, I, I simply made myself available. And as I made myself available, I began to participate and to use the gifts that God has given to me and to get a better understanding of how I should be working, how I should be functioning. You know, in 2005, I was uh, completing a battery of questions, a psychometric test. And one of the questions invited us to state very simply what we see as our life's mission or purpose. Almost in a, in a flash, in a moment, and I knew it was God who had dropped that in my spirit. I simply wrote, my, it is to help people become all, uh, to help people become. And, and as I began to think about it, and later on as I shared it with people, people said, okay, what does it mean to help people become? In that moment, what has crystallized in my mind was, God has called me to help people become all that he wants them to be. And so everything that I do is, I ask myself, am I helping people to become all that God wants them to be? And so each one of us, we need to check. Ultimately, God wants us to be like Jesus. But in being like Jesus, he has given us gifts. And those gifts are supposed to help others 
to grow, others to become, so that our gifts become a tool for transforming other lives. So in 2023, understand your life purpose. Seek to understand and seek to work and know why you're here on earth and apply yourself. And by so doing, you become stronger, you become fitter, and you bring glory to God. Third point that I want to make is this, that in order to become stronger and fitter, you need to remember what you have and stir up those gifts in you. Exercise the gifts. It's one thing knowing your life purpose. It's one thing um, coming and drawing closer to Jesus, developing a passion for Christ, renewing your passion for Christ. The next thing is to stir up the gifts and to deploy those gifts. One of the things that God has done is to give each one of us a gift. And each gift or those gifts are supposed to be used to glorify him. Each gift is supposed to be used to bring transformation to life. Each gift is supposed to be used to bless another life. You may have heard it said, use it or lose it. And that statement is absolutely true. When you look at athletes, when you look at sports people, you find that if they fail to exercise, if they fail to train, if they fail to um, really prepare, their, develop their skills, their skills begin to deteriorate. And the question is, what are your gifts? What have you done with your gift? What are you going to do with your gift? We have, we're out of the pandemic per se. And the question is, what am I going to do? God is saying, remember what you have. Remember the gifts that you have. Just as Paul wrote to Timothy and said to Timothy, listen, you are, have come through a generation of blessed people. Your grandmother, your mother, they all serve God. And, and, and I want you to know, remember to fan into flame. This is what it says. I want you for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. We read that in Timothy. And, 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 and that applies to each one of us. To fan into flame, it means to wake up. It means to wake up from sleep. It means to arouse. It means to activate. It means that every gift that we have, every gift that God has given to you, once you've discovered your purpose, deploy the gift. God is saying, remember what you have. Remember that what I have given to you. Remember what I have invested in you. Remember the things that I have deposited in you. Remember, stir those things up. Activate them. Reactivate them in 2023. Fan them into flames. All we need to do to come to a place where we say in 2023, it's going to be radically different from 2022 because I am going to use what God has given to me. I'm going to allow the fanning into flames of the gifts that God has placed in my life. And the fourth thing is this, in terms of being fitter and stronger, and we're talking about going back to original purpose is to, we need to recover personal discipline. We must be willing to do what it takes or pay the price that is required. Let me explain. I've already made reference to athletes. Many athletes and, and, and sportsmen have said that it is hard to get to the top, but that it is even harder to remain at the top. That's why we find so many so-called stars. They, they, they're here today and gone tomorrow. They're almost like shooting stars. They, 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 they come into like a massive blaze, then they flicker, and then they die. That's because they fail to maintain the discipline that got them to the top. They fail to maintain that discipline. And as in the natural, so it is in the spiritual. The spiritual has certain disciplines. The spiritual life 
has certain fundamental disciplines and requirements. We need to apply ourselves to those disciplines if we are going to see the activation of the grace of God. There are things that God will not do for us. There are things that God is not going to do for you and for me. When grace is supplied, we need to allow that grace to work itself in our lives. Our spiritual disciplines include our times of worship, personal, corporate, fellowship with God, prayer, reading, meditating on God's word, fasting, witnessing, fellowship with other believers, service in God's house. Of course, we must follow through those disciplines. And the question is, how are you tracking across these dimensions? What are the things that brought you to where you are in God, in your growth, in your development? What are the exercises, the disciplines that you, you, you undertook in order to grow? What have you done in the last couple of years? What are you doing right now? What are you intending to do in 2023? You know what God's word says? No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. How are we going to please our commanding officer? Recovering personal discipline means we are willing to pay the price of what it takes. That's why the Apostle Paul says this. I'm going to avoid, he says, I'm going to avoid distractions. I'm going to avoid the things that are going to get in the way. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 23, he says, I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after having preached to others, I myself might be disqualified. May we not be disqualified. May I not, let me, let me hear a loud amen. For, the, for this prayer to stick, it means that we're going to apply. I'm going to say to myself, next year is going to be different. From now on in, you know, to be effective to, requires discipline. I, I, I think I shared the story some time ago of Ed Moses, the 400 meter multi-Olympic and world champion. How he said there are, in the 400 meter, there are, there are things he used to do in terms of his preparation, his training. He would do it, there are 14 elements. And every day, day after day, he would do, follow through those elements. I was listening to a podcast. I said, it takes a certain mindset. Or may we have that kind of mindset where we're saying, no, we're going to follow through. We're going to pay the price. We're going to do what it takes. Just like the man who found the pearl of great price. The Bible tells us that he went, the parable that Jesus told in, tells in Matthew chapter 13. He went and sold everything that he had because he was willing. He wanted to acquire. He wanted to get hold of that pearl of great price. And I want to submit to us that if we're going to get fitter and stronger for the master's use or stronger and fitter for the master's use and for his glory, we must be willing to pay the price. Give up the things that need to be given up so that we can get the price. Let me conclude. Let's conclude. 2023 is virtually upon us. If we maintain business as usual, we'll get the same outcome. We'll get the same results that we've always had in the past. However, if we want a different set of outcomes, we need to do things differently. We need to do things better. I need to do differently. I need to do better. That means if we need to be stronger and fitter, in order to be stronger and fitter, God is calling us to do Four fundamental things, not just for today or tomorrow, but through the next year and for the rest of our days, in order to maintain and increase our fitness level, our spiritual strength in our service for God. 
the first one God is calling us to is this. Rediscover and recover your first love. Our passion for Jesus. Let's love Jesus afresh. Let's, let's, let's have it rekindled. That love rekindled. Secondly, let's understand, understand your life's purpose. Know why you are here. Don't just drift through life. Don't just kill time. Don't just mark time. Brothers and sisters, let's not mark time. Our, our life has a purpose and we must discover that purpose. And we must fulfill that purpose and destiny in the name of Jesus. Thirdly, remember what you have. God has gifted you. Stir up the gifts. Exercise those gifts. Apply those gifts. Develop in those gifts. And be an agent of transformation and change in other lives. And fourthly, recover personal discipline. And be willing to do what it takes and pay the price. And just as I was concluding this, my preparation, I had literally noted down the last thought that I felt that I had. A clause of a hymn came and sprang up in my mind. The words were, the, it was just a clause, kindle a flame of sacred love upon the mean altar of my life. I will conclude by reading the words of that hymn, that old hymn, the fourth stanza. The first stanza says, O thou who camest from above, the fire celestial to impart, kindle a flame of sacred love on the mean altar of my life. There let it for thy glory burn with inextinguishable blaze and trembling to its source return in humble prayer and fervent praise. Jesus, confirm my heart's desire to work and speak and think for thee. Still let me guard the holy fire and stir, still stir up the gift in me. Ready for all thy perfect will, my acts of faith and love repeat till death thy endless mercy seal and make the sacrifice complete. Kindle a flame of sacred love upon the mean altar of my heart so that I will be fitter and stronger for your service, bringing glory to you. Let us pray. Father, thank you. Thank you that you came to this world. You sent your son Jesus. In this season that we have celebrated, you sent your son Jesus to fulfill purpose. That purpose was to redeem us from the pit of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of your light. And you're calling us, oh God, you're calling us to return. And I pray, oh God, that you will kindle a flame of sacred love. May we rediscover the love for Jesus, love for the gospel, love for your house, Love for the discipline. May we, oh God, apply ourselves. May we recover lost grounds in 2023. May our lives bring glory to your name. May your church go from strength to strength. In Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by this teaching. You just listened to Pastor Emmanuel Mbakwe of the Apostolic Church All Nation Center in Kennington, London. Our address is 13 Tyres Terrace, Lambeth, London, SE11 5LZ. Call us on 020-7820-9917. Find us on the web at www.apostolic-anc.org. The All Nation Center, reaching out into the community in practical and caring ways.